You're listening to The Sigrun Show, episode number 211. In this episode, I'll share with you how I finally quit my 30-year Coca-Cola addiction. Welcome to The Sigrun Show. I'm your host, Sigrun, creator of Samba, the MBA program for online entrepreneurs. With each episode, I'll share with you inspiring case studies and interviews to help you achieve your dreams and turn your passion into profits. Thank you for spending time with me today. Building an online business takes time. I share with you proven strategies to help you get there faster. You'll also learn how to master your mindset, up-level your marketing, and succeed with masterminds. Today's episode is about addiction. I think all of us have at some point had some kind of an addiction. Here's my experience of being addicted to a black sugary drink for over 30 years and how I finally was able to stop my addiction. To grab the show notes of this episode, go to signal.com forward slash 211. It's only been two weeks since I quit my Coca-Cola addiction. So I'm a bit worried about sharing this fact with the world. But at the same time, I'm all about transparency and documenting the journey. So here I am sharing it all with you. Before we dive into my story, let's define what an addiction is. An addiction is something that you're doing again and again, even if you know it's not good for you. So drinking Coca-Cola every day for over 30 years is definitely an addiction. But like with all other addictions, you don't see it as an addiction when you're addicted. You say to yourself, I'm not addicted. I can stop any time. But then you don't. You say to yourself, this is not as harmful as people say, even if you know better. You say to yourself, Leave me alone. This is my life. I can do whatever I want. Or as I used to say to myself, I don't drink coffee and I don't smoke. Let me drink my Coca-Cola. So how did it all start? I started drinking Coca-Cola when I was a child. First, it started off as a treat, only on special occasions. My mom drank Coca-Cola when I was young and I saw her even sometimes drink it early in the morning. It was not available for us kids to drink Coca-Cola at home. I only remember drinking it when we went out on the weekends. When I became a teenager and started to earn money, I was able to buy sweets and Coca-Cola, of course. It still wasn't a habit, and I was definitely not drinking it every day. During high school, it became a thing to go out to the small shop next door and get a drink in our breaks. And most often that drink was Coca-Cola. And at some point... It became a habit. When I was 20 years old, I moved to Germany to study. And I remember clearly during my studies how I always looked forward to my lunch breaks so I could get a cold bottle of Coca-Cola. I guess it had turned into an addiction then, but I didn't see it as one. On my 21st birthday, I got a Coca-Cola glasses for my friends and a Coca-Cola calendar. I guess that was very telling. And I even have a picture of this gift. And thinking a little bit further back, as a teenager, I had several Coca-Cola decorations in my room. Feels very weird now. 
But back in the 80s, it was completely normal to decorate your room with Coca-Cola and Michael Jackson posters. I remember being asked once during my 20s if I didn't gain weight from drinking all this Coca-Cola. And no, I didn't, and the person asking was quite impressed. And it was true, I never gained weight from drinking this fizzy sugar drink, and the reasons were twofold. First of all, I was a slim young person who didn't gain weight that easily. But second, when you drink a drink like Coca-Cola, it actually fills you up for a little while. So in end effect, some of us, like me, just ate less. Now this didn't work for everyone, and I would say most people gain weight by drinking a lot of sugary drinks, and even those who are sugar-free. In my 30s, I continued drinking Coca-Cola, but then I started to gain a little bit of weight, not much, but just enough that I wanted to do something about it. I did an eight-week power training with a friend of mine who happens to be an aerobic teacher and a nutritionist. Actually, she's a professor in nutrition. I had to keep a log of what I ate and drank, and of course my friend didn't like me drinking this black drink on a daily basis. She asked me if I could imagine reducing it, and I did. I went down to half a glass a day, which was of course a lot less than the half or even sometimes one liter that I drank normally per day. But as soon as the course was over and I had lost a little bit of weight again, I was back to drinking my Coca-Cola. I was maybe starting to realize that I was addicted, but I still didn't see it as a problem. Mid-30s, I actually stopped drinking Coca-Cola and switched over to Pepsi Max, which is a sugar-free version of Pepsi. The main reason was that it was available for free at my office, and I didn't have to go out and buy a drink. I could just walk to the fridge and get my next dose of a dark, cold drink. During my studies at London Business School, I started to drink Pepsi Max in the morning. Maybe I had done it before, but I recall quite clearly how I would start most days by drinking my drink just like everybody else drank their coffee in the morning. And since I didn't see anything wrong with my addiction, which as I explained before, I didn't really see as one, I also didn't see anything wrong with my morning drink. But then I moved to Switzerland, and in Switzerland you cannot get Pepsi Max so easily. Actually, it is very hard to get the drink in a normal store. I would make an extra trip to a special store to get my drink, and other people in my family would help whenever they could. I tried switching over to Diet Coke, but that didn't taste anything like Pepsi Max, so I only drank it if there was nothing else available. I started to have stomach issues, and I'm pretty sure they were unrelated to my cola drinking, but you never know. So I went to doctors, but they found nothing wrong with me. Then I turned to a nutritionist who is also a friend and a client of mine. She, of course, wanted me to stop the fizzy drinking. And for 10 days, I actually did, but then I started again. She realized I was a hopeless case, so she asked to please drink the sugary version instead of the sugar-free version. At some point, the stomach issues disappeared, and we never know what was really going on, but the outcome was that I started to drink Coca-Cola again instead of Pepsi Max. And I, at first, didn't really like it, but the taste buds adapted quite quickly and I started to enjoy Coca-Cola again. But something started to happen. I started to hide the fact I was drinking Coca-Cola when I had coaching calls with certain clients. 
I would put the fizzy drink into a coffee cup so no one on my calls would see what I was drinking. Overall, they would know that I was drinking Coca-Cola. I was not hiding that fact if anyone asked. But I was starting to feel a bit embarrassed in front of my health-conscious clients. And hiding it... Yeah, I realized that this addiction was getting a bit out of hand. But I was still not interested in changing anything. This was about two or even three years ago. But this was also around the same time that I started to put on some more weight. And I can connect it to the time when I changed from a sugar-free fizzy drink to a sugary drink. I realized this and tried a few times to switch back. But now the taste of Coca-Cola had become really addictive and I just couldn't go back to a sugar-free drink. I started to feel a bit more awkward about my drinking. Nobody was telling me to stop and I actually am glad no one was pushing me. But something was happening inside of me. I remember one comment from my nutritionist friend slash client that the reason people don't break an addiction is that they Fear it will kill them. Now, this may seem totally irrational, and of course, nobody dies when they stop a bad habit, but the lizard brain doesn't like any changes and will pull out any trick in the book so you don't stop your addiction. But two weeks ago, I was putting on a skirt that I had bought six months earlier, and the skirt didn't fit anymore. I was shocked. I knew I had put on some weight, but didn't realize that the clothes that were still new to me didn't fit me any longer. Now, to clarify, I am slim, so when I say put on weight, it's not much, but it was just a wake-up call. The funny thing is that I don't think I need to lose weight, and actually my husband says I look much better this way, but the skirt not fitting me was the red alarm that I needed. The next day, I stopped drinking Coca-Cola. And here I am two weeks later and have not drunk a single dark fizzy drink. I went cold turkey, as they say. And I didn't experience the drama, the headaches and all the things that you're supposed to experience when you stop your cola addiction. When I stopped drinking Coke for 10 days a few years ago, I did experience all the headaches and that. So I was expecting it to happen again. But it didn't. And I think I know why. This time, it was my decision to stop. I've made up my mind. It's done. Last time, it wasn't my decision. And I wasn't really stopping. I was just pausing my addiction for my nutritionist friend. This time, it's for real. I've stopped. Now, I'm not going to say it's easy. I still would love to have Coca-Cola. I even have two bottles in my fridge right now. And I could just stand up and get a cold dark drink, but I'm not going to do it. It's done. So there are no headaches and all that stuff, but I still long for some interesting drinks and not just water. So what I'm doing now to get over this, which I think is a phase, is to allow myself to drink one sugary drink a day, but it cannot be Coca-Cola. It can be 7-Up, Fanta, orange juice, smoothie, whatever. And that's what I'm allowing myself to do. But going to the fridge to fetch a drink has become a habit over the years. 
So what I've done, I've stocked up my fridge with sparkling water. So every time I feel the urge to go to the fridge to get a drink, like I've been doing for so many years, I see a fridge full of cold sparkling water. And this means I'm drinking a lot of water. One day I had like five bottles next to me after the day, five half liter bottles. And as I said, it's only been two weeks, so I'm a bit scared to share this with all of you, but I'm also sharing it for accountability. I know if I share this publicly, then it's much more likely that I will follow through. I'm not promising you or myself that I will never drink Coca-Cola again. If I get a bad stomach pain, that's probably the first medicine I would try. But what I'm promising you and myself is that I will not become addicted to Coca-Cola again. The interesting part about all of this, it's all mindset. Once you make a decision, you can stick with it. The decision takes only a split second to make, but the time it takes to get so far that you're willing to take the decision can take years. If you are struggling with any kind of addiction in your life right now, know that it is in your hands to make a decision. No one is going to make the decision for you. You can take a decision now. Want to know how I built my business? In the seven stages video series, I share case studies from my business so you can build your business faster. Go to sim.com forward slash 211 to sign up and there you'll also find the show notes. Thank you for listening to The Sigrun Show. Did you enjoy this episode? If you did, please share, subscribe and give this show a review on iTunes. See you in the next episode.